This one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> Baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Hello, hello, good evening, people, and this your man, DJ16. Back again, and I'm right here on the Hydro Podcast, the Hydro Experience HYDRA, and tonight, we're going to have an interesting interview Something that you have heard of it before, but maybe you have not given it much attention because of what happened to you. Maybe you're a victim, you have an experience of it one way or another. You might have had yourself tested, several questions. Telling what this matter is all about. Here we are here live on the Hydro Podcast and we want to give you information as usual. Hydro Podcast is all about education, entertaining, and saving you on the silver platform tonight. Interesting topic. It's great in the eyes of the Lord. And I have a seasoned learned person here. He's going to help us. A very beautiful lady. Um, give her the chance to introduce her. Hello, Lord. It's good evening. Yeah, hello. Good evening. Good How are you? Okay, I'm Lourdes Osei and I'm at the faculty of law team with the Tupendi. Well, Lordship, I'm already putting you on that ladder already. Please, can you take us through a journey of what we're all about? Trust me, I've heard of it before. Someone has heard of it before. Someone knew something about it. Someone has heard of it before and has been through it. The person has had an experience. And I know in most cases it's a better one. That's why it's broken. That's why the society frowns upon it. So please take us to the journey of what rape is about. What are the verifications? What are the laws say? What's the consequences? If you are caught in the act or after investigations you are found to be a culprit, what are the laws say? Take us through this journey. You are live here on a hydrate podcast. That's what it is. Okay, guys, I think um, rape is something that everybody has heard of. We hear of rape here and there. And this guy has raped me. My father has raped me. My husband has raped me and a whole lot. So one may say that, oh, then what is rape? Or what does the law say about rape? We can say that rape, rape according to um, Section 97 of the Criminal and Offenses Act, Act, Act 29, According to that act, it creates the offense of um, rape. What does it say? Um, under section 98 of the Criminal and Offenses Act, Act 29, rape is the carnal knowledge, carnal knowledge of a female of 16 years of 16 years or above without her consent. So the age here is 16 and above and above yes. without her consent. the main thing is the consent and the age yes okay so if i may be uh, i i want to break down the elements for you so the elements of rape under section 98 is that there must be a canal knowledge when we say canal knowledge it's about sexual intercourse that's the ordinary okay. meaning of canal knowledge okay. and also it should be with a female of 16 and above it's not of a male of 16 and above, but rather a female. 
So the female is the is the essential part of this, and also it must be without her consent. So it means that okay, in law, at what age should you see if a now the person agrees on like consensual sexual act? Oh, if if you are about sixteen years. Or yes, if you are about sixteen years and there is consent, then it's okay. okay. But the moment there is no consent, then there is rape. Okay, okay. So um people rape here you have heard of it before, right? Yes. So the consent is very important and the age sixteen sixteen and above, right? Yes. Okay. And the sexual intercourse. And the sexual intercourse, because there is no rape without sexual intercourse. Okay. So the three elements are very, very important. Okay. So I hope you guys will not forget. Take us through. Okay, so when we go to um, case law, when we go to case law, there are a lot of cases that that talks about rape, but there is one that is specifically noted under rape. And okay. Under that, I, I, I would want to read what is here. Okay. So, it's a case called Gliga and Axiso versus the Republic. So, under that case, they were saying carnal knowledge or sexual intercourse is the penetration of a woman's vagina by a, a, a man's penis. Yes. That is very deep. <laughs> and, oh, it did it, it, it not really matter how deep or however little the penis went into the vagina. Okay. So, lo- so long as there was a penetration beyond what was known as brushwork, penetration would be deemed to have occurred. The canal knowledge taken to be completed. So, if I may break, break it down for you, that is, so it must be, uh, it doesn't matter how small somebody's uh, guy or a man's penis is. What is needed is that the sexual intercourse should go, what, uh, go beyond what is called brushwork. When we talk about penetration in general, before I even go to the brushwork, penetration can be said to be the fact that the penis goes into the vagina. So it's like an insertion. Yes, an insertion. Okay. So where it goes beyond brushwork, brushwork is just at the surface of the vagina. If they properly so called. Uh-huh. Okay. But if there is anything beyond that, then we can say there was sexual intercourse or a canal knowledge. Yeah, so that is it. So anything that goes beyond brushwork can be said to be rape. Okay, okay. So we are also going to the next thing. That, that is consent. So one may ask that, oh, with consent, when, when will consent be allowed? Or when, when can we say that there is no consent? Oh, you can say that uh, consent is a good defense if you're a man. If you rape a girl, or oh, sorry, if you have an, a sexual intercourse with someone and there is consent, it's a good defense. But if there is no consent, then it's not a good defense. There are other factors that may vitiates the consent or it may cause the consent to be void or we will say that oh even though he, she consented but um there are some factors that will be considered under the consent oh. so this consent will be vitiated or it will not be it will be void when there is duress duress is where you are forced to do something so when you're under pressure maybe somebody just barge into your house and say oh Especially armed robbers or uh, rob- robbers in general, they just enter your house and 
when they are done with their robbery, they will ask you for sex. Under those conditions, they can't say they had your consent before because they, you were under duress or undue influence or something that you weren't at your own will to do. So like, it's done against will. Yes, even though there is consent. Okay. So this consent is not allowed. And also another point is that consent, if obtained by fraud or deceit, if one deceives you that, oh, let's go and let's go and enter my room or let's just go and have fun if there is anything like um fraud you didn't know that that was the thing that was planned for you and you were deceived into doing it you can say there was no consent so this also fall under the factors that will vitiate consent so can we say that persuasion persuasion in this case Okay, persuasion persuasion is still not uh, it will still be, be a vitiating factor okay. because when one is at uh, your at your own will you would not want to do it but you were persuaded so it can even fall under um I think it will fall it, it will fall under deceit because okay. that that wasn't uh, the girl's main intention but you persuaded her so it's not valid. Um Ever since we began, we have been talking about the case of rape in respect to girls in the picture of being victims. So one may ask, like, can males also fall victim too? Oh, rape? no. But yeah. you, all, all of us have to know that um, rape is gender biased. Okay. It's just for females. Okay. So what um, I can the reason for that is that initially or over the years, we saw that females were more treated when it comes to sex, especially in marriages. So we have something called marital rape. Okay. Even though you are married to your wife, you may be termed as having, uh, having raped your wife. So even though rape, rape, uh, rape is for, it can be between a, a male and a female. It's only a female that is that is uh, that that can see you or can send a thing to court. Is it because in the scene of sex, sexual intercourse, the females are the receiving end? Oh, not necessarily, but um, because of let's say human rights. Okay. And in fact, we saw that um sometimes human uh, women are really um vulnerable when it comes to sex even though the man the man does the whole work but sometimes the female may not be willing to do it okay and most of the times because we we are vulnerable or we are quite feeble we we just fall for it so this one is to help to protect females against unwanted or unwilling sexual intercourse okay, okay. um with the rape in the in the concept of marriage um someone might say well i've married my wife we are obliged to have it's something that should be part of marriage that sexual intercourse should come in one way or at a, at a point in time and why would we say rape in marriage because i know that now she's my wife i can have sex with her like when i want to or does that bring us back to the act of consent that if in the case of marriage there's no consent it's still a case of rape Yes, there is marital rape, as I said earlier, and under that, we can find it under Section 42G of the uh, Criminal and Offenses Act, Act 29. Okay. So under that, it was uh, it was it has been repealed that um, a husband can be charged with rape. Okay. So they are of the view that even though you are a wife or you are a, a married woman, 
you are not obliged to be having sex with your husband at all times. Okay. Because they they saw it over the years that you uh, women were unfairly treated when it comes to sex because okay. they were just used any time or anyhow. Okay. But under the repealed law, which is under Section Forty Two J of Act Twenty Nine. Mm-hmm. Women can resist or can say, oh, I'm very tired or now another time. Okay. Even though you are married, you are not, it, it does not imply that you have, you are entitled to your woman's uh, sexual organ or any, or a such sort at any time you want. You have to get her consent first. So it's not like marriage is not sexual slavery. Yes. So there should be consent. Yes. That's the main point of everything, consent in marriage. So... One may ask that why um where where is the legal legal backing of the fact that only females can be raped? So we can check um section ninety seven of the Act twenty nine, which is the Criminal and Offences Act, and it says that the person must be a male. Okay. So if you are not a male, or if let's say if you are a female, you can sue a male for rape. But okay. if you are a male, you cannot sue a female for rape. It's gender biased. Okay. That is what the, the framers of the, of the constitution want us to know. Okay, so if I am forced to have sex with a female, I can't go and report. No. It's, it's gender biased, but um, what I can say is that the constitution is a living document. Okay. It is capable of changing. Okay. And it can be repealed at any time. Maybe over the years it can be repealed, but okay. as it stands now, it's only it's gender biased and it's for only females. Okay. In Tito Arabia, we are free. Free of that. <laughs> we are still on a Hydra podcast and still diving through this interesting topic, rape in the eyes of the law. There's a lot. She has said a lot. A lot of interesting things that she has been giving us there. She has been quoting from the coins. Yeah. And we still, we just need to be hooked up right here and just enjoy what we are selling on the Hydra podcast and the Hydra experience. Um, Miss Lloyd, continue with that. Okay, I mean, I, I want to con- continue with the consent as okay. in the vitiating factors. Okay. I think we have two more to go. Okay. So other factors that may vitiate consent or may, vo- uh, may render consent void is that if the female is under intoxication or the female is drunk, you can't say he she gave consent okay. because if you are drunk under the law, you are not even capable of giving consent. Okay. So if you are you go to a nightclub or you go to you go somewhere with your girlfriend and because she is under the influence of um a drink or an alcohol, if she gives you consent for sex sexual intercourse, you can't say that you, she gave you consent. Like if you send it to the law court. It will not be valid. It won't hold at all. Hey, wait, wait, so, <laughs> I know, I know, I know people be like, wait, like, wait, full <laughs> stop. <laughs> Red light, wait. hold your break. So you're trying to mean that if my, let's say my girlfriend is intoxicated and she appeals for sex, that one could be another case of rape. Yes. Another way around. Eh. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I know, I know that people be like, hey, wait, too. I didn't force it. She was drunk. She says she's she's in the mood for it, and I. That's also that's can, that can also be a case of rape. That's quite interesting. Okay, okay, let's continue. Okay, and another factor is that it's not it's not essential. It's not important to prove that the person 
you have been having a previous relationship or the person is your ex. Okay. So you cannot base the on the fact that oh the person is my ex so at uh, by all means the person has to have sex with me. Okay. It's not um, a valid a valid uh, proof. So okay. that's what I can also say about that point. Okay. And you said there's another factor of what? I like that term. Is it deviation or what? Vitiating factor. Vitiating factor. Yeah, it vitiates consent. Oh, okay. Okay, then. Okay, so when we talk about vitiating factors, there are factors that cause something to be void or something not to hold okay. or something not to be your point of uh, strength. So that is all about vitiating factors, and I, I, I have, I think we've gone through all, all of them okay. for consent. Oh yes, and I want to also draw your attention to this point. I would want to read this from the evidence and practice in law cases. Okay, a statement was said that it is no excuse that the woman, the woman consented first, if the offense was afterwards committed by force or against their will. No, is it an excuse that she consented after the fact? Okay. So I would want um then based on what you are saying, can it be that after consent there could be another case of rape? Like maybe there was a consent between the two people, but maybe at a point in time the sexual intercourse was in a force, was like was by force. So that could also be a case of rape after consent. Yes. So we can have rape after consent. So even if you start having sex with a girl of 16 and above, okay. if she along the way tells you that, oh, stop, or I'm, I'm, it's okay. okay, you have to stop at that moment. Okay. So you don't have to say, oh, you consented. So now, why, why are you saying this? You don't have to continue. The moment you continue, it's now rape because it's against their will or it's now by Force. Um. Well, you are still on a Hydra podcast, HYDRA experience, and the case is interesting. Rape, rape, and it's quite enlightening. It's quite educating, and I know that he's really driving us through the school of law. You know, I learned something legal today, and I know, especially for my ladies, I've learned a lot of things that you can deserve yourself with. I'm not wishing any situation of rape for anyone out there. But you can never know. Things do happen. But when you find yourself in any situation or other, I think this this education will be very, very good, be very, very useful as to how to tackle the situations. Okay. I'm not saying that or I don't wish anyone to be in such a condition because it's quite it's quite traumatizing. Okay. Yeah. But today we are learning something. And also to my guys out there, to the boys, we are learning something. I hope you take value of what you are learning today. And Miss Lordis has really driven us into school. Um, Miss Lordis, um, this question, like, which gender believes more like rape mates? The case of rape mates, which gender like believes more of it? Is it females because they are most of the time the victims, or is it males because they are most of the time the perpetrators of that? Actually, I would say, I would say that rape, rape, um. It, as I said, it's gender biased. Okay. It's something that can be invoked or can be sparked only by females. Okay. So I think that will answer the um okay. Sexual harassment. Is it different from is it anything different from rape? Okay, we have we have sexual offenses and there are a lot of them. Rape is one. Okay. 
So we have sexual harassment and it can fall under indecent assault. Indecent assault is where somebody touches you in a romantic way or any way that that uh, invokes sexual uh, sexual intercourse, but you may not be willing to do it. So this is very serious because it, it tells us that even the way you touch someone, should, you should be very careful because if it invokes any sexual or uh, sexual sexuality, the female can say that, oh, you have been you have indecently assaulted me. Okay. So sexual harassment can be placed under indecent assault. Okay. Which which is another topic on its own. Okay. Um, can it be a case that someone might be raped without being aware of being raped? Actually, there can be a case like that. I think the one under intoxication can fall under it. Because if you are intoxicated or you are drunk, you are not in your normal sense of thinking. So you, you just make any com- comments or agreements not by your will. So it can be said that you may be raped without knowing. Maybe after you recover from your intoxication, okay. when you are with your normal sense, you would know that, oh, I've been raped. But still, you can see you. The female can see you, the, the guy. Okay, okay. Um, with this question of relationship, uh, people are, a lot of people are in relationships and sexual intercourse is bound to be part of it, dependent on the partners. Um, this question has popped up that can there be a case of rape just on just, not just on a scene or an occasion of sexual intercourse, but a continuous thing? Okay, so anytime, anytime you have a fair sexual intercourse without consent with the female is rape. At that so instant. at that first instant is rape. So even if it continues, it's still rape. Con- considering the factors, so it doesn't matter if it's a continuing act or it's, it's just one day or it's just one time, it's still rape. Um, this, this question is interesting. Um, talking about punishment for rape, what's the sentence duration? How long can someone be sentenced for rape? Okay, so when we talk about rape and its punishment, it's, it's between 5 years and 25 years. Hey, 25? Yes. Okay, 25. 25. Okay. 25 years. 5 to 25 years. Yes. Um, this, um, this one, this um, case, is there a skill for rape? Like, do judges based on a, a certain skill for rape to, to say that, okay, Mr. A, you are being sentenced to prison with hard labor, blah, 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 for 10 years, and someone else will come and they are being sentenced to prison for 25 years. Is there any skill for rape? So, as I said, the punishment for rape is between 5 to 25 years. And for that matter, I, w- I would want to talk a bit about punishment. So, generally, punishment is not sometimes. You may be punished not based on merit or okay. what happened, but maybe it, it, it should serve the purpose of deterring others. Okay. So with that one, it can be so much that maybe they will choose the 25 years for you if you are not lucky. But if you are so lucky and upon the discretion of the judge, he sees that, oh, under this circumstance, it is a bit okay, then maybe a maximum, of a, a maximum sentence would do. But if it's, it's something that is so light, that it still falls under all the elements, 
maybe if you are very lucky you get five years but all the same there's there is between five to 25 years it's a second degree felony second degree felony yes okay so that's why it's between five to 25 years um this question of marital rape well someone is someone might raise the case that someone is raising the case that well she's my wife so as i said before like there's still a case of having sex with her because it's an event, it's an it's a part of the marriage. So can a woman file a case of being pressured for sex by a husband? Or can someone file a case of being pressured by her boyfriend or her partner for sex? Okay, what I would say is that since the act has not been committed, the the elements for rape has already been discussed. So if those ones have not been, uh, it's not in existence and it's just mere pressure, you cannot sue or you cannot invoke the fact that you've been raped because it has not been committed. So we have an intent and we have an act. If there is an intent and there is no action, you cannot say that there is rape. Um, what proportion of reported sexual violence incidents in, for people below 18 years can be prosecuted? Right, this um for what proportion of reported sexual violence like people report cases and the in these cases the victims are below eighteen years, so that's including the sixteen years can be prosecuted let's say fifteen fourteen do 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 they still have a part in the definition of rape, and how will people perpetrators be prosecuted in that fashion okay that one too is another topic okay so if you are you are you are 15 years and below there is child defilement so defilement comes in so the between defilement and rape is just the age that makes the that uh, that makes us know the difference so if it's a person is is between a person or it's for a person below 15 years then it's defilement. That one is not gender biased. It's open. You can a, a, a male can be said to have been defiled, as well as a female defiled. So it doesn't fall under rape, but another topic, which is defilement. Okay. Um, this person, someone is acting like stranger rape. What's the difference between a stranger rape and acquaintance rape? Or you can't. Say okay. That. What I would say is that every rape is rape. Every rape is rape. So far as the elements can be proved, which is that the fact that it's, it's for a female of 16 and above, and the person should be a female, and also there should be sexual intercourse, and as well as without consent. If all of them exist, it's, it's rape, whether acquaintance or stranger. Stranger. Um, what does the law say about how women can defend themselves against rape? This um this whole thing this whole discussion is to help us help women to know their their rights when it comes to rape. So I would say that that is why there is this awareness that okay. if there is if these these things exist or if there is cons- even if there is consent and maybe is is um is lost along the way the person can sue you. So that is why this this provision is in the constitution. Section 97 as well as Section 98, and for marital purposes, 
Section 42G of the Act 29 of Criminal and Offenses Act. You can check. Um, if a woman is raped, whom should she call right afterwards? Her doctor or her lawyer or the... If she is raped, she can she can quickly go to she can go to the um hospital for medical attention if it's so uh, if it's in uh, it's an emergency. But afterwards she has to see you at the law courts so that they will compensate her or they would deal with the punishment. Okay. Okay. Um but but actually medical evidence is not actually allowed in law. Even though they may they consider it that oh the doctor may say that she has been raped because maybe the hymen has been fractured, sorry, ruptured. Okay. Or maybe there is an the hymen has been ruptured. So if there is such a sort, the doctor may see, but in law they may have to consider the elements rather. So generally the law uh, considers the law first. Then if there is a medical report or any medical evidence then they they may consider it um people we are coming to the end of our discussion today and it has been about rape it has been about rape it has been about what it's all about and i've heard, I've heard it before several occasions i've heard people claiming to be victims i've i've read it in the newspapers i've read it on tabloids cases of people being raped we have watched television, we have seen it on the news here and there. And it's something that happens almost every day. The cases keep rising per day concerning the people being raped. And um, Ms. Lodis has given us an insight into what the law sees, in the eyes of the law, what the law sees. Yeah, so this is still your man, DJ16, right here on the Hydro Podcast. And I'm here with Miss Lourdes from the Faculty of Law, and she's a student, she's a law student, and she has really driven us through school of law. She has said a lot about law. She has even quoted a lot of things. And I and I say that this is something that we can equip ourselves with. Let's know our rights, ladies. Let's know our rights. Let's know. I'm not a lady, but I'm saying it for you people. <laughs> let's let's know, let's know our rights. Let's stand for what belongs to us okay uh-huh. and this one if if someone if a lady denies a guy of sex denies a guy of sex is that also a case of law for legal attention as i said i can i can answer this in two parts if you are denying the person of sex still the sexual offense or the act has not been committed okay and as well as if the person denies and you continue to do it or you go ahead to do it. There is no consent. So it's either the person has not done it. So you, the guy can say that, oh, there has not been any rape. Or it's either the other hand is that he, or, he will go ahead and do it and it will be without consent and he will be charged for rape. Yeah, you should still want to eat why they are experienced. Ms. Lord, say your final words to the people. What do you want to say to them? What do you have for them? What's the last icing on the cake? The icing on the cake that Mufankufi take away. <laughs> oh, I'm just praying that anybody who heard this information will not forget or will, will, will be guided. Okay. So as females, we should all know that we have a right, and but we should not take it as um, it's a right, but we should not abuse it. 
So we should all be careful how we go about having sex. And wherever you feel that you have been raped, you can go to the law court to affirm your rights. Okay. So that's my final words. Okay, that's all. It's nice having you people. It's nice always having you people around, giving us your time and listening to that HYDRA experience. And this is your man, DJ16. And the topic was rape in the eyes of the law. And I know you're going to keep it. Let's keep it. Let's apply. Not only for my girls, not only for my girls out there, but the guys too. I know, I know. You have to know your steps when it comes to this topic, so that you won't be a perpetrator of any of these conditions or any of these things. Especially prison, prison is a different thing altogether. You said five to twenty-five yes. years, right? Five to twenty-five years. Charlie, it's not easy. But that prison, five to twenty. Hey, in about three seconds, coming to me now. So please let's let's live a good life as I always say. Let's live a good life. Let's be responsible in any way possible. Let's be very careful in whatever we do. God bless us. Let's have a beautiful day. Bye. Took you out, but sex was on my mind for the whole damn route.